Church, as your pastor, I'm sold out completely to you growing and maturing to your complete fullness to be all God wants you to be in Christ Jesus. I've learned a few things. Some of those things I've learned is that no church nowhere has even come close to attaining everything God has designed the church to be. We are living way below our means. We are living way, Brother Larry, below what we can have. Now, I'm not going to say nothing. Nobody goes out, and I, you know, and and and, and I hope I, I hope I don't stick my foot in my mouth right here. Uh, but you know, I mean, and, and, you know, and I do what I have to do, you know, and I'll always have, and I and always will. But you know, you know, they and and I said that to say this: there's nothing wrong in somebody going out, and, and I joke with some uh, some uh, body sometimes, you know. Uh, you know, if you buy and drive a drive a Kia, you know that's 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 fine. You won't. I mean, you know, you know that's all right. But what my question is, why would you want to drive a Kia if you got the means to buy you a Cadillac? And why drive a Cadillac if you got the means to buy you a Bentley? I'm not talking about backsliding, sister. Hallelujah. (laughs) What I'm saying is, what we have seen and experienced in our own home family church, it's all right. What we've had today, it's all right. The testimony we heard two weeks ago about a little baby girl with cystic fibrosis that we prayed for in this facility being miraculously healed, that's all right. But I'm looking for more. Hallelujah. I believe everything Jesus Christ did was to try to pull out from His people to be everything they could be. That's why I'm going to be preaching to you for the next few minutes on the subject titled, The Power of Your Potential. The Power of Your Potential. I want to remind you of the third and fourth verses of the Scriptures that I've read. That it said, according to His divine power, has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Verse 4, He's given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. By these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Hallelujah. The power of your potential. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm 
I'm trying to contain myself right now. I got something bubbling up in me. Hallelujah. I got I got to get started, but you just pray for me. Dion Sanders. Also known as Prime Times. Sanders. Outfielder for the Atlanta Braves. And quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons is the only athlete to have hit a major league home run and scored an NFL touchdown in the same week. No other athlete has done that. Sanders grew up on the streets of Fort Myers, Florida. And according to his own words, there growing up on those streets in the city of Fort Myers, he was exposed and became acquainted with another, a, a whole group of other young men his age who were, he, he said, were would-be athletes. I mean, they all wanted to grow up and be a good athlete. And he says that what he's seen there spurred him to make a success of himself. And this is what he says. He says, I'm on a call now looking back all those friends and buddies of mine that I kicked around with. He says, I call them now Idas. Idas. He said, if Ida done this, today as they watch him with what he's accomplished and what he's achieved, they sit back and say, if I'd have done this, I'd be making $3 million a day. If I'd have practiced a little harder, I'd have be a superstar. And Dion said, these guys were just as fast as me. He said, they was just as fast as I was when we all were kids. But this is what he said. Instead of working for their dreams, they chose drugs and a life on the street corners. Dion said, when I was young, I went to practice and I trained hard every day after school. My friends chose to head to the streets and just hang out. And those friends, if you go to Fort Myers, are still on the streets hanging out today. Hallelujah. Those, he says, that are still alive. He says that moment after school is the moment that we need to grab. According to Dion, he says, we don't need no more Idas. I'm afraid there's going to be a lot of people when they get down to this end and when Christ comes and they meet their maker, there's going to be a lot of apostolic people. Oh, if I'd have prayed more, if I'd have fasted more, if I would have listened to Pastor as he preached under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, if I would have listened, if I would have heeded, oh my God, does somebody hear what God is saying today? God, I don't want to be an idol. I want to reach the power of my full potential. Before I get any further, and I'm still laying a foundation, I don't. Potential is defined 
as existing in possibility. If you go to the dictionary, the first thing that I found when I looked up potential, it said existing in possibility, capable of development into actuality. You see, potential is not something that uh, you uh, actually have got a hold of, but it's a possibility. It's being capable of developing into actuality. Now, the word potential is derived from a shorter word called potent, which means force, authority, influence, and power. I'm reminded of what Jesus told his disciples that would occur after the Holy Ghost came upon them. In Acts 1 and 8, Jesus said, Ye shall receive what? After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody praise him. Listen, church. Power, potential, authority, or as the Greek language puts it, Dunamis, and the English equivalent of that is dynamite, almighty God, hallelujah. When you are filled with the Holy Ghost of God, you've got potential. Can somebody pray, man? When you get the Holy Ghost, you have the means and the ability within you to defeat any devil win any battle, and achieve any gold, or, as I preached last night, destiny that God has called you into. Hallelujah. But remember, but remember, even if you're one of those who says, I've, I've received the Holy Ghost, remember, when you got the Holy Ghost, you got potential. But remember, potential is existing in possibility. Hallelujah. It means capable of development into actuality. In other words, you've got to work on it. Come on. You've got to develop it from possibility to reality. Hallelujah. He gave you the potential of His divine nature. Do you really understand and realize what that means when he says that we, he has given us his divine nature? Do we really understand what that means? Because realization, church, is the first step to actuality. Until you first realize it, it's not going to never come to fruition. Listen to me. Unrealized potential is like having an undiscovered oil reserve hidden deep under property that you own. If you don't realize the fullness of the potential that you got in you, given to you by God when He filled you with His Spirit, if you don't realize the, the fullness of that, it's just like you owning some property somewhere and deep underneath that property is a giant oil reserve. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, listen to a story about a man named Jed. Poor mountaineer. Excuse me for all y'all younger ones that's in the rap scene. Listen to everybody. Hallelujah. Then one day he was shooting for some food. And up from the ground came what? Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory.
You better not put this on the internet. <laughs> Hallelujah. His kinfolk said you had to move away from there. California is a place you ought to be. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And you know what's the problem with a lot of people in the church? We got too many grannies in the church that's tied to the uh, to the rocking chair on top of the old truck, having to be hauled off because they're not willing to go on their own. Come on, somebody! We got too many grannies in the church who's satisfied in the hills, satisfied eating possum soup. Hallelujah! When you can be eating steaks, going to God. Well, somebody needs to listen to what God is saying right now. My God, hallelujah, I feel the knowing of the Holy Ghost right now. Glory to God. What did I tell you in the beginning? Hallelujah. Glory to God, a kid is all right if that's the best you can do, but why, why keep it if you can do better? Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm happy, satisfied. Amen with that double wide home that we're living in. But I'll promise you, I'll promise you, if you if if I had the means and God would bless me with the means, if you come to see Pastor, you wouldn't be driving to Pleasantview, you'd be driving to, to Brentwood. A lot of folks are afraid to take the blessing God's trying to give them. Some people refuse to accept the blessing. They run from it like they're scared. What's the catch? What's it going to, that's it. What's it going to cost me? We got too many what's it going to cost me in the church. Hallelujah. Glory. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the, the power of your potential. If we don't realize... If it wasn't for old Jed out shooting for some food and that bubbling crew didn't come up, he'd still be in the hills. Not Beverly Hills. Hallelujah. What I'm trying to tell you today, that if you've got the Holy Ghost, if you've been filled with the Spirit of God, there is a, there is a potential within you. And it's, God has given you, amen, His uh, divine nature. Hallelujah. God help us to realize the power of our potential. The first thing I want to talk about concerning this is the potential of divine nature. God dealt with me strong about this, and I've got to get this part out. I'm going to go with this first in case my time runs out on me. I've got to talk about this, the power of divine nature. Our scripture in verse 4 of Peter, uh, 2 Peter 1 and, uh, and 4 says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. Oh, oh, the potential to have the benefit of His divine nature right at our fingertips. Now, if you really understood that all, if you really understood that, and I know there's some people right here in this auditorium this afternoon that you're constantly battling with things like worry, anxiety. You're battling thoughts of inadequacy. And most of all, you're battling with all your pity parties. And while other churches getting together singing, we're going to praise Him and we're going to give Him praise, all of these others are over in the corner over here singing, it's my party and I'll cry if I want to. Come on. If you realized the benefit that what you've got, I mean, I, I'm not talking about Something that you can, you need to pray and seek God to give you if you if you already Holy Ghost filled. I'm talking to Holy Ghost filled people right now. If you realize the fullness of that, the potential that you got at your fingertips, 
the benefit of His divine nature, if you begin to really understand it, then all your worry, all your anxiety, all your thoughts and feelings of inadequacy, but most of all, those pity parties will all be over with. Bless the quietness now. Hallelujah. I have at the power, I have at my fingertips, I can grasp, I can feel, I've got it. His divine nature. Now, apostolics, we understand the dual natures of Jesus. We understand that He was God in the form of earthly man. Hallelujah. I mean, just to name a few scriptures, let me quickly. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19 says, To wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself. 1 Timothy three sixteen, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. Who got manifested? Oh, my, 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 hallelujah. Glory. And then in Colossians, says, In Him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead. Body. I'm apostolic, I understand that. I don't even need to put notes down to preach on that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I can lay in on that. Glory to God. I wish I had me a Church of Christ preacher to get up here and debate with right now because I'm under the door right now and ain't no way you can handle it. Hallelujah. My God. Colossians 2, 9 and 10. I quoted that to you. But I want you to look at it in the English Standard Version. Now, King James says, In him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. The ESV, English Standard Version, this is how it reads, For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. (laughs) I'm talking about divine nature. He had two natures. He was God and he was man. Hallelujah. In him, in Christ Jesus, was the mighty God. God was manifested in flesh. It says in him, hallelujah, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. The second part of it, buddy, put it up there. And you have been filled. <laughs> Oh, bye-bye, worry. <laughs> bye-bye, anxiety. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bye-bye, those Xanax. Hallelujah. Amen. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In Jesus was the Godhead. Hallelujah. The whole Godhead was in Jesus. It was in Him. And you have been filled with that same nature. If you got the Holy Ghost, it's I wish I was at conferences would really preach. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have been filled in Him who is the head of all rule and authority. So you think you're living to your full potential, huh? You think you got it all. Hallelujah. Oh, it's there. The possibility is there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Sister Edna, the possibility is inside you right now. The potential is inside you as a child of God. It's inside you right now. That same deity, that nature, He said He's given to us. He said He's given to us. That's, that potential 
is in you. That if Brother Paul there, out there on Sweet Home Road, was to kick over and kick the bucket, you don't really have to call Brother Sammy to get him come pray, but the potential is in you that you can lay hands on him and rebuke death in Jesus' name, providing you want to do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Sister Lisa. Hallelujah. If Brother Randy kicks over, Hallelujah. You can call Brother, you got my phone number, you got my email, you got my Facebook account. Hallelujah. You can, you can, you can contact me to come pray, but inside you is the potential to lay hands on him and say, I rebuke uh, that uh, demon of death or death angel, providing you want to do it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Same thing with you. Hallelujah. I hope you want to do it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Poor brother. Poor brother Randy says he don't have a Chinaman's chest. Hallelujah. He's gone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, I ain't about to ask her. Don't you even think about that. I've been married to her almost 40 years. I know better. Hallelujah. Yeah. She'd cast my answer a second. She'd be the one living in Brentwood driving the Bentley. Now she wouldn't be driving it. She'd say, home, James. <laughs> Lord to God. <laughs> Seriously, the potential, it's in you, brother. You got it. You're a child of God, Brother Begrant. Hallelujah. I don't have no doubts about that. The Bible says that one person's spirit bears witness with another spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, I know that potential's in you. That potential's there to conquer everything that you battle. Listen, God is no respecter of persons. We silly human beings, we, we build up walls by organizations and denominations. Hallelujah. By languages and by colors and by every other thing of imaginable. Hallelujah. But God ain't like that. Hallelujah. He's not a respecter of persons. Hallelujah. He does not love me any more than anybody else. Hallelujah. You got the potential. And guess what? If Sister Darlene wants to go shopping. And I pull out and hand her my credit card and say, go ahead, honey, use that. I'm a praying, oh God, please. <laughs> Put those reins on her, Lord. Hallelujah. But you know what? God's not like that. Hallelujah. I don't know how you feel like about being a bride, brother. I don't know how you'd look in white, but. You're going to be dressed in it one day. Hallelujah. And we're all part of the bride. He has given you that potential. He's given you a credit card. Unlimited access. And guess what? 
There ain't nobody else he can pray to to say, don't let him use it. Hallelujah. Who else could he pray to? Come on. Hallelujah. If he gives it to you, it's yours. Yours. There's only one limitation to it, folks. The only limitation to it is how far does our faith go? How far does our faith go? I don't know what nobody in this church feels like in their heart. And what your faith is, I cannot say for that. I can only say for mine. But I look around at this building right here. Brother Joseph, I see the day the Christ Family Church will have a building just exactly this size with no empty seats. With no limitations. For God to say God can only move right here or right there or anywhere else. I don't know I don't know for sure, but I've been told I've been told that Mount Zion is the largest church in Nashville. Huge congregation. But they have that not in just one facility. They started out on Jefferson Street many years ago. They got that building still. They got a building in Antioch. They got another, and I don't know, Hickory Boulevard out here. That's the biggest yet. They spread out. My question is, Brother Larry... If they can do it, why can't we? Hello, somebody. What is the message that God gave me that I preached a few months back, letting God out of the box? I hope my faith is not the only one in this church that can believe God to do something that mighty. Hallelujah. In Him dwelleth the whole fullness of deity. Let me, let me tell you what that means. If, if you got at your fingertips the whole power of deity... You got the power to call non-existent things into existence. I'm, I'm helping you to realize where your oil well is. I'm helping you to realize that oil reserve is under your property, not some Arab somewhere. Hallelujah. If you got the fullness of deity in you, and Brother Paul Moore, you got the power in you to speak into existence things that's not in, the, in existence. Because that's what deity, or that's what God does. Romans chapter 4, verse 17 says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he has believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. That's how come 
that while I'm still sick, coughing, and with a runny nose, I can still say, Brother Joseph, I'm healed. It's not manifested yet, but inside me is a fullness of deity, and I can call things that are not as though they are. Hallelujah! I've got that potential, and so do you. Hallelujah. My, my, my. Also, the power to walk free from harm. To walk free of harm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There's a reason why I'm not scared of the devil. Hallelujah. Because I've already read the book, and you know what it tells me? That no weapon against me, formed against me, shall prosper. Hallelujah. No weapon formed. And I've had them, folks, and I've seen them come down. Hallelujah. I've come up against, the people that's come up against me tried to bring me down. Hallelujah. I've had, I've had, I've had uh, uh, people, uh, 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 teenagers, uh, that, that rode, rode my bus try to uh, uh, tell a lie on me to, to, to hurt me simply because they got upset at Mr. Sam because he rode and rode them up for something and they were suspended a few days off the bus. So they would par- tell, start putting some stories around. Amen. They saw Mr. Sam on the bus uh, with a bottle of booze, you know. You know what would happen to some people if that had happened to and that kind of stuff? Man, they get, oh, God, what am I going to do? There, 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 goes, there goes everything. There goes my job. There goes this. There goes that. Hallelujah. I don't have to worry about that stuff. Because no weapon formed against me shall stand. Hallelujah. Brought down. Oh, yeah, they, y'all, some of y'all remember that. I told you about it several years ago when it happened. So they sent investigators out to this place where I'm supposed to went in there and get and my body and all that stuff. I said, we, we're investigating and we, we, we need to get a film download there in this, in this store of the date. Because, you know, he come in there and, and I, I was in there. I stopped and I fueled up, diesel fueled my bus there and I bought me a Diet Dr. Pepper. Not water, but a Diet Dr. Pepper. And when they walked in and told the lady standing at the counter, guess what? She started laughing at him. <laughs> she said, you kidding me? She said, oh, I'll be glad to give you your download and give you your film. She says, but I know you ain't going to find nothing from that man like that. Oh. Why? Because of me, not because of me, but because of what's in me. No weapon formed against me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. You got the power to walk free from harm as long as you're under the influence of the Holy Ghost in your life. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Behold, this is the words of Jesus. I give unto you power. There's that power again. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents, the scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing. Look at your neighbor and say, nothing. (laughs) Hallelujah. Here I come to save the day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got an S on my chest, and it don't stand for Sammy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Folks, I'm not, I'm not saying that braggatociously. Because it, I, I, what I'm saying, I'm not talking, I'm not remembering, I'm, not I'm trying for you to realize the power of your potential. That's what I'm trying to do. Because this is you. This is not me. This is you. You can walk in this. You can live it 24-7. You don't have to live your life in fear and worry and doubt over what's going on. You don't have to worry about whatever comes 
against you. Because, oh, but you don't understand, Brother Sammy, I'm between a rock and a hard place. Hallelujah. You between a rock and a hard place, huh? Hallelujah. Guess who's the rock? <laughs> Jesus is a rock in a weary land. Oh, but I don't see no way. Well, the song we used to sing years ago. God will make a way when there is no way. I know God will make a way for you. God will make a way when there is no way. That's what He promised He'd do. When the situation seems impossible, just look to the Lord. He'll work a miracle. My, 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 my. i got to move on. You got the power to walk free from harm. Give me just a few more minutes. Hallelujah. And let's talk about the potential to thrive and overcome. The potential to thrive and overcome. I get so bewildered. To hear saints of God, Holy Ghost filled people, stand up and testify. And at the end of their testimony, oh, church, just pray that somehow I can hold on. God did not die at Calvary, shed his blood, and put up all the stuff he put up with because he loved you for you just to live this life, just barely making it, getting by and holding on. He did it so you could have more, do more, and be more. He don't want his people just holding on. He wants you to thrive. Get a hold of it and do it. Second Peter 1 and 3 said, According as his divine power has given us Unto us all things that pertain unto two things, life and godliness. Now, He's given us the divine nature we've already talked about, but He's given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. Now, what that means is there is no reason for any child of the King to live with a defeated spirit, either in the natural life or in the spiritual life. Hallelujah. There's no reason for us to walk around with our heads hung down, feeling defeated, because you got the potential. You already got it. He said He's given it to you. Do you think He lied? Does anybody here think God lied? He says He's given you all things, not some things, not part things, but He's given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. Abundant life. Let's talk about that in first. Abundant life. John chapter 10, verse 10. Jesus says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and destroy. He says, I've come that they might have life and they might have it more what? Abundantly. It is woman here, sis. Wow. And that's amazing to see you. I just, I, I, hey, no, I got to stop for a minute. I got, I got, I'm in amazement right now. Sister Jamie's actually fanning over here. I'm in amazement. She's the one for the last two, some out of three or four. How many, how many years been telling me, please, Pastor, cut off that air conditioner in that church on not no more than the Regan Street. Hallelujah. Well, if you're that hot, I'm up here preaching. Can you imagine how I'm feeling? Hallelujah. Lord, let's talk about this abundant. The word abundantly, do you think you know what that means? We all, you know, got a pretty good idea of what it means. I had, now, if I can remember right now, you know, my memory is going uh, along with a lot of other stuff, hallelujah. But uh, I don't think I ever looked that word up in the Greek, in the original before. But the word abundantly, according to the original Greek, means superior. Superior. 
I've come that they might have life and have it more superior, superior life. This ain't got nothing to do with spiritual things right now. This has got to do with your everyday living in this world. That means your potential, Brother Stanley, is to live a superior life in every area of your life. Hallelujah. Every area of your life. Now, we've been talking about the the end times and what's happening, what's going on. And things are going to get worse. But I've got good news for those that are in the church. There's going to be a lot of things happen to this old world that's not going to happen to God's church. I know there are some preachers out there been teaching their people for years the opposite, but they've been teaching them wrong. Hallelujah. The Word tells us that He's not appointed us to wrath. The things God's going to pour out, those vows and those things that's going to be poured out, on, the, on this earth is going to be poured up on those people who's refused to accept His free offer of grace. Let me, let me give you some uh, something to hang on to. Genesis 26, verses 12 and 14. And Isaac sowed in that land and found in the same year a hundredfold. And Jehovah blessed him, and the man waxed great and grew more and more until he became great. And he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great household. And the Philistines envied him. Isaac sowed in that land. Now, if you will back up just a few verses you're going to find out that they was in the middle of a famine. There hadn't been no rain. There were nothing, nowhere growing. Everything was dying. Every time the Philistines planted a crop of corn, if it even come up, it would die. Nothing was going on. Because there was a famine. It was involving the whole land around. But in the same time, this Isaac, this man with purpose, with destiny that I talked about last night, Isaac sowed in that land. He sowed in the same land that everybody else wouldn't get nothing, Brother Art. You 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 you're a gardener. You you put out a big one. I've seen yours. You know what I'm talking about. You know what it means if there's no rain. If there's no rain, uh, you can pipe all of that hydrogen water you want to it, but it just don't do the same, does it? It might keep it, it might keep them from turning completely brown, whatever. But they just don't produce, do they, brother Larry? It's not as much if you don't have the adequate rain. But Isaac sowed in that land and found in the same year a hundredfold. <laughs> Glory to God. Why? Because he had the potential that God had given him. He had a purpose. There was a destiny in him. Glory to God. He was part of the lineage. Amen. The same lineage that got that hand cross blessing. Hallelujah. That I preached about last night. Oh, that same line, my God. Hallelujah. That, that right hand over to lay upon him, mighty God. And it didn't matter if there was a famine. God, amen. I said, God, I want some corn. Hallelujah. God said, go ahead, buddy. If you want some planted, I'll grow it. Oh, God. I, I said, I want some beets. God said, if you want some, you plant it. Glory to God. Now, listen here. God didn't come down and plant it and work it and do all that for him. I'm not talking about you just sitting under a shade tree sipping lemonade and iced tea and God just dump all the stuff on you. Those gardens you put out over a few years, if you, if you just went out back and sit by the pool, 
you wouldn't be bringing stuff to give it to different people, would you? Hallelujah. God said, you plant it and I'll grow it. How many is listening to the Word today of God speaking? The power that your potential. You've got the potential. You've got the possibility. Are you willing to put some sweat equity into it? Hallelujah. The Philistines envied him. Here come the Philistines going down the road in their chariot. Isaac, man, what little bit of corn I did plant, it didn't die. The deer ate. I ain't got nothing but a dusty field. And look at that field over that man. Look, look over there, man, that herd over there he's got. How in the world can that man be so blessed and everything else is going on and nobody's got nothing? <laughs> because he realized his potential, and he turned that possibility in reality. Hallelujah. Say one more thing regarding that, and I move on to close. When is the last time people without the Holy Ghost looked at you in your life and envied you? Think about that. He's given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. Also godliness. That has to do with overcoming power, overcoming life. And I'm, I'm, I'm working myself to a close. Romans chapter 8 and verse 2. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Church, you have the potential to overcome those weaknesses and spiritual struggles which keep you oppressed and dragged down. Some of you have allowed Satan to deceive you into thinking that it's impossible to live a holy, godly life in, and be separated in this world. But the potential is in you. In the power of the Holy Ghost... If you would apply His power to your life, you can overcome those struggles. You can overcome those weaknesses. You can overcome those habits that you've battled for years. The potential, the possibility. It's not... It's not in your pastor. It's in you. You've got the potential. You've got the possibility. Hallelujah. The power of your potential. Let's everybody stand together.